Welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. I hope you guys are having an absolutely fantastic day today. And I've been watching some of the videos from last night, the incident in Staten Island. If you guys have not seen it yet, I encourage you to check it out over Max public house, the pub that was there, and if you guys recall on Monday, I brought this up, Keith McClarney, the owner of Max Public House, owned a pub in Staten Island, New York, and he declared himself in basically autonomous zone, because Governor Cuomo basically said, you have to shut down your bar, you cannot have anybody in there, you are not essential. Remember, this is all at the same time that Costco and Sam's and numerous other stores are allowed to operate fully. No restrictions whatsoever. They can do whatever they want. Well, this guy, he decided he was no longer going to take the incredible totalitarian demands lightly anymore, and so he decided to stay open. And I told you he was doing donations. He wasn't even selling stuff. And so what they did was on Tuesday, they sent in two undercover officers. This is where we're at now in the United States now. We're having sting operations on restaurants that are trying to remain open. And they went in there and basically ordered drinks, and he told them that it was basically going to be a $40 donation if they wanted to stay and hang out, which I understand it. He's, he's trying to stay operable and make money, so he's operating off donations. Well, they immediately arrested him. Multiple charges. I mean, a whole just a laundry list of bogus crap. They slapped him with, so they arrested him. He bonded out. And so yesterday, they went back to the bar to reopen. And Governor Cuomo now apparently did not like having somebody not follow his decree. So they sent a wall of law enforcement officers to do a human barricade in front of his door and not allow him to enter his own building. I kid you not, this happened in the United States now. And so Ian Smith Fitness, the one with Atlas Gym in New, New Jersey, numerous other people got on social media, and probably about, they're saying 1,500 to 2,000 people descended onto this street last night. And it was a fully peaceful protest. Imagine that. There, were, there was no rioting. There was no firebombing. There was no Molotov cocktails. None at all. And uh, they had loudspeakers, and they basically had a PA set up and a big stereo system, and they basically had a giant rally in front of the bar. They were not able to get in. If they would have tried to get in, they basically would have ended up having a physical altercation with law enforcement. Now, ironically enough, the curfew and the mass gathering ban and the requirement for masks all of those things were not followed last night, which I'm very proud of the civil disobedience for that. So it ended up being a huge rally, and apparently they're going to try to do it again tonight if the cops say they're going to stand in front of the door. But this is where we have found ourselves now in the United States, where we have essentially Gestapo, the SS, the brown shirts, now going around to businesses doing undercover sting operations for businesses that are abiding by the law. Let's just understand this here. They're breaking no law. There is no law written in New York that says you can only have 25% capacity. These are all edicts that the governor and mayors have put out under an emergency decree. There is no constitutional basis to any of this. That's why I've encouraged everybody in all the states. There's, and this is starting to pop up. People are opening up. They're saying we've had enough. And they're getting hit with fines. They're getting hit with summons. It's getting insane. But this is the only option that we have left anymore is to stand up and say no. 
We are no longer going to tolerate a tyrannical regime to tell us we can't be open, but Costco and Sam's can have full capacity and have as many people as they want any time they want, but my small business can only have five or ten people in it. They have said enough, and that is what everybody has to start doing and following suit on what is happening right now because it's not going to get better unless we resist it. I told you guys yesterday the chief medical officer in Los Angeles County came out yesterday, I told you at the end of the show, and he said, if you don't wear a mask, it is paramount. It's the same aspect of domestic terrorism. You need to be locked up. He said that. That's what he said in L.A. County. This is where they're going. They're doubling down now on their COVID regime. This is no longer about a virus. In my opinion, it's never been about a virus. This is all about control. Is there a new virus, a different virus that's out that can make you sick? Absolutely. Are there viruses every day you're exposed to? Absolutely. Do some people die from COVID? Yeah, I, I just think some people may have died from it. Do I think it's the level that they have gone and manipulated the numbers? No, absolutely not. I've continually told and asked my listeners repeatedly, 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 send me emails. I'm getting emails from all over the place. I just got another one yesterday, very detailed one, and it was from a individual. I'll read it to you right now. She goes, you said you wanted us to email you about COVID. Well, I work in a hospital. I'm a registered respiratory therapist of 14 years. I work at two different healthcare systems in Southeast Texas, one hospital in the town I live in. The hospital is licensed for 96 beds. We have six COVID patients, six COVID patients, two on a ventilator. The other system in another area of Texas is licensed for 350 beds, has 26 COVID patients five on a ventilator. Total COVID cases in the hospital our entire system right now, which is six hospitals, is 98 patients. 98 COVID patients spread across six hospitals in Texas. Are you joking me right now? They are trying to use this to completely and totally manipulate the numbers. I told you guys that yesterday. They constantly say, numbers are up 500%. They're up 1,000%. Well, yeah, if you had one COVID patient and now you have 10 COVID patients, that's a thousand percent, okay? But that's, that doesn't sound nearly as scary, does it? No, it doesn't, because the entire thing has turned into a propaganda blitz to try to dominate and control the populace, and that is why I reiterate again, open your business. Stand your ground. There's stuff that we put on ST Bro or the Instagram page, numerous stuff that's come out as far as different laws, different statutes, different things that you basically can look at and use to your advantage, including one of the signs that the gym used up in New Jersey that is basically fighting this tooth and nail to make sure we stand up for our rights. And the same aspect goes for not wearing a mask. I've, I've had enough of that. I told you guys yesterday, my friend was up in Georgia and basically was accosted in Goodwill, of all places, Goodwill. Like, you got used clothes and used furniture in there, and you're worried about somebody walking in without a mask. Don't get me wrong, I don't even think it's Goodwill. They have some great deals there. But are you kidding me right now? You're going to threaten to call the cops because somebody's not wearing a mask? There's another video that surfaced yesterday from a lady, I think it was like Hobby Lobby. She's walking around by herself, and this guy clearly by his walk and his demeanor, blatant homosexual, chases her with a mask on, starts chasing her down the hallway. You need to wear a mask, ma'am. You need to put on an effing mask. So he said, while she's recording him, he's chasing her. She goes, leave me alone. You're harassing me. She's running away from him. 
Finally, multiple other customers in the store are like, dude, do we need to call security? This is nuts. You need to get out of here. He goes, she's not wearing a mask. And everybody goes, we don't care. Get out of here. Stop harassing her. He finally turns around and muddles off. That's where we're going with this, guys. And until people start standing their ground together and we start coming together in groups and say, no, we're not going to do it, it's going to progress more and more and more. Now you have the U.K. medical official, Professor Jonathan Van Tam. He's a U.K. deputy chief medical officer. He came out yesterday and he said, despite the COVID vaccine, even if you get it, there's no opportunity that you should be having massive parties and throwing out masks. Masks are here to stay. You need to make sure you're protecting yourself. This even if you get the vaccine. So my million-dollar question that I would love to have answered by this man is, why on God's green earth and this beautiful planet are you possibly going to get a vaccine? If you're not allowed to have parties and you're not allowed to social gather and you're not allowed to take off your mask, according to these clowns, after you get the vaccine, why in the world are you taking a vaccine? It's just a question I would like to know because these guys are kind of playing their hand a little too early. So, again, thank you for standing up for truth. Thank you for supporting a small business like Health Masters. Thank you for supporting your other local businesses. And any of our listeners that went to that rally last night in Staten Island, thank you for being up there and supporting that. I would love to have gone to that. The problem is I won't fly right now because I will honestly be ejected off the plane because I'm not complying at all with irate, insane, idiotic you know, basically demands and uh, can't drive to Staten Island in any reasonable amount of time and maintain business. So, again, thank you, though, for the ones that did go up there and did support that. We have to continue to support one another, especially each other, that are awake and are making a point to stand our ground at. You know, excellent, excellent commentary, Austin. And, and I'm, I'm really proud of the guys up in Staten Island for doing this. I mean, it's, it's a big deal. I mean, this is not something that, you know, we can – just ignore any longer. We have to start standing our ground on this because what they're doing is they're taking more and more and more, you know, rights and liberties away from us is what they're doing. They're basically seeing how far they can push us. And they're intentionally closing these businesses down. And I got to give these guys credit up there in the Northeast. They've about had enough of it. I mean, there's a lot of people out there that are pretty, uh, how should I say, aggressive. And they, they've had enough. And Kumo's a nut. He's absolutely not. The, the, all of New York has turned into this giant communist nightmare, and the people have had enough of it. You know, what they've done to New York City, and the restaurants are still boarded up, and the hotels are still boarded up, and, and the economy is completely... Remember, this was the number one city in the world as far as economic stuff going on with Wall Street, et cetera, et cetera. And they've shut it down. Of course, this is what they had to do, isn't it? Because the bankers decided that they were going to close down the country and the world in order to reduce the velocity of money, in order to reduce the amount of inflation. And now we're seeing that the dollar is dropping against all world currencies, including the Swiss franc, as we speak, because people have finally begun to realize that the dollar is on the way out because of what they're doing to it. And they're pushing cryptocurrencies. You know, gold has gone back up a little bit. Dollars continuing to fall. And now they're talking about another multi-trillion dollar stimulus deal, if Biden gets in, in order to continue to push more money into the banks. And, you know, you're absolutely right, Austin. I mean, all these small businesses are just trying to survive. I mean, you know, newsflash, you know, with small businesses, you've got mortgage payments or rent payments, utility payments. You've got employees who count on you and their families who count on you, whose children are being fed by you, the business, 
And we have to understand that. And now we want the government to come in and continue giving us more stimulus. We continue giving us more handouts to bring in a socialist utopia. This is what they're doing to us. They're conditioning us for socialism and communism. They're conditioning us to be dependent upon the all-powerful state, while only certain businesses like Walmart or Amazon continue to stay in business to force you to go to one of the Rothschild banking empire businesses. That's what this is all about, guys. And in the meantime, they give you money, so you become more and more reliant on the state. They give you health care. They give you your drugs. They give you, you know, your food. They give you everything through government handouts. So when the government says to you, oh, by the way, you have to get a vaccine, you go, but I don't want a vaccine. And they say, but we're not going to continue to give you the money or the, you know, handouts or the medical supplies if you don't take the vaccine, we're not going to give you a driver's license. We're going to strand you at home. You're going to have to produce a COVID vaccine form when you want to get your driver's license renewed. We're not going to allow you to get a passport without a COVID vaccine. We're not going to allow you to board an airplane or a bus or a train or any mass transit without proof of vaccination. You're going to have to pass that through along with your ID. It'll all be incorporated into the same ID. If you're flagged, you're going to be told, stay at home, peasant. Don't eat. Starve. Remember what they said in Israel just this week? I reported on it. Of course, we were, again, the only people that reported on it. They said that they're not going to force their people to get a vaccine, but, you know, Amazon will. The airlines will. The transit companies will. The, the grocery stores will. Can't come in without a passport. You have to have a COVID passport before you can buy food. Well, that's going to start a real problem, isn't it? Especially with patriots. And so I really like the fact that over a thousand people showed up last night at this rally. I really dislike the fact that the police, now listen to me, law enforcement. I highly respect law enforcement. 90% of the police officers out there are really good. About 10% of you guys suck. Quite frankly, I'm just, you're awful. You're horrible. But 90% of you are pretty good. So that still means you get an A. But you're really going to do a brown shirt, Gestapo, SS style, you know, seizure of a property and lock arm in arm with riot shields and weaponry and fully automatic weapons in front of a business to keep people from going in there into the business? Is this the extent of your resolve to bring in a communist utopia? Are you really going to allow your bosses to do this? Maybe you need to say, I don't think we're going to do this. Maybe we need to walk away from this. I remember in the movie Gladiator with Russell Crowe years ago, you know, he had the Praetorian Guard that were protecting Caesar. And Caesar walked out onto the field and basically massively just, I mean, just slammed, you know, you know, you know, you know, the gladiator, the, the guy, you know, Russell Crowe, and said horrible things about how they had raped his wife and all this other kind of stuff. And then the guy looked at him, and Russell Crowe looked at him. You know, Maximus looked at, you know, Caesar and said, the time for honoring yourself will soon come to an end. Do you guys remember that scene? I know you do. And then he turns around, and the Praetorian Guard were so shocked by what the Caesar had said, they actually opened their ranks up and let Russell Crowe walk out of the stadium. You think, well, that's just a movie. It doesn't have to be a movie. You know, let's flip it around. Let's call Governor Cuomo's soldiers, law enforcement, 
his Praetorian Guard. And all of a sudden, they see a wrong being done. They don't have to sit there and watch the wrong being done. They can pull off their riot shields, pull off their helmets, and join the crowd like they did in Germany a few years ago. And say, we don't like this because what we're doing is wrong. Guys, if we don't stand in unison against tyranny, against the edicts of a madman like Kumo, a Rothschild-controlled madman like Kumo, you know, if we don't, or de Blasio, the communists, I mean, if we don't allow, if we allow these people to force us into compliance, all we're going to end up with is a country that we don't want to be in anyhow. It'll, it'll be another third world hellhole, the kind of which everybody escapes from to try to come to America. And that's what they're turning us into. And remember, Donald Trump has been silent about all of this stuff that's happening up there. He's not talking about this. He's not signing executive orders. He's not trying to stop this. He's just letting it play itself out. You know, the whole thing is a staged theater, guys, with what's going on with the election. Now, Trump was all mealy-mouthed down on the mouth yesterday, like, oh, I guess, you know, I'm not going to make this thing happen, blah, 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 or whatever he was saying. It's all a script. And when he comes off a script, they get rid of him. Like I told you this the other day, when Joan Rivers came off a script and she told the whole world that Barack Obama was gay and that Michelle was a tranny, she came off a script, she had to go. They wrote her part out. And this is where we find ourselves being scripted by a massive group of people tied together with Masonic Lodges, international banks, 33-degree Masons, and 30-degree and up and above, and Council on Foreign Relations, and the Rothschild Banking Empire, the Sabbatean Kabbalist Luciferians, the Kabbalists who rule it all through their basically networks, looking at what they're doing and destroying the planet and creating evil everywhere. And, you know, and one of the things they've done, and they've done it so well, and I want to cover this in a little bit of detail today, they started pushing fluoride on us. You say, well, here we go with fluoride. Well, a lot of the new listeners don't know about this. They don't know what happened with fluoride. Fluoride is a neurotoxin, and it also makes people compliant and servile and infertile. And the Nazis discovered this in the concentration camps because they tried to give the inmates pills to make them work more. Because remember, these were slave labor camps, and they wouldn't take the pills. So they figured out they could dissolve fluoride in the water supply and make the people servile, infertile, and basically slave-like. And when 1945 came and we went into Dachau and we found the records of the Nazi concentration camps, the United States... In 1946, they started putting fluoride in the water supply. And see, and this is where we have been now for the past 50, 60, 70 years. And fluoride is a known neurotoxin. It massively lowers IQ scores. It makes people really stupid, quite frankly. Yet we have it in our water, in municipally treated water. You know, if I go to a restaurant, like we have a restaurant up in North Carolina that we go to. You, I sent you a picture of you guys. If you're on ST Brewer's Instagram account, we went and had pizza there a couple months ago. And first thing I asked them, they have iced tea. They've got really good iced tea. And I asked them, first thing, do you use municipally treated water, which has fluoride in it, or do you use well water? And they say, well, we use well water. And I said, okay, I'll have some iced tea. Now, I realize there's other contaminants in the well water that I probably shouldn't put in my body. I got that, okay, so don't lecture me on that one. But the reality is, is I won't put the fluoride in my water. I won't even put ice cubes made with fluoride. Let me ask you a question. If I took a glass of water and I sprinkled just a little bit of rat poison in it, 
And I said, here, you can't see it in there. Just go ahead and drink it. Let's make some ice with it. And I, you, can, you can get your ice tea and everything else you want with it. You'd be like, what's wrong with you? I'm not going to drink the ice cubes. I'm not going to drink the water. I don't want anything to do with this. It's got rat poison in it. Guys, fluoride is used as rat poisoning. It's that poisonous. And what they've done with us, they basically put fluoride in the water supply. And they also put aluminum in the water supply. I'm going to explain to you how they do that. In addition to that, they've taken and sprayed aluminum on us and barium from airplanes. And it's poisoned the soil. And now they're having to come out with fluoride-resistant seeds because plants don't want to grow anymore. The heirloom seeds don't want to grow. They've poisoned the land and the water through spraying us with fluoride putting fluoride, well not fluoride, spraying us with aluminum and barium and putting fluoride in our salt and putting fluoride in our water. I mean, that one movie that was done with Slim Pickens back in the 60s about Dr. Strangelove, the entire, it was done by Stanley Kubrick, the entire plot of the movie centered around the fact that they were putting fluoride in the water. And pretty much everybody who watches that movie misses that. They asked the general, why are you attacking Russia? He said, they're putting fluoride in the water. And it wasn't what Russia was doing. It was our own government. But that's what he said. We can't allow them to do this with the fluoride. It was a huge controversy back in the 40s with the chemical petrol industry controlled by the Rothschild banking cartel and all of the advertisers, even at that point, pushed and pushed and pushed and pushed these idiots in Congress to pass all of these laws to allow fluoride, which is a rat poison, to be put into this drinking water. It's absolutely insane what they've done to us. And, and now we're forcing many farmers globally out of business because they don't have the, 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 the seeds that could be used that are basically, you know, aluminum resistance. And that allows the agri-giants to buy up the land from the farmers who are going out of business, which causes more and more monopolistic work in the areas of farming and creates more and more chemicals in the water supply and the food supply because of what they're spraying on these crops. I mean, you know, you have to now purchase aluminum-resistance GMO seeds, you know, just to get a crop to come up any longer. I mean, this is insane what happens. And when you take aluminum particulates and you combine it with fluoride, it greatly increases the fluoride toxicity and the absorption of the aluminum into the brain. That's what happens when you mix these two together. In other words, aluminum fluoride is much more toxic than just fluoride by itself. So when a municipality filters their water from like a, let's say they get it out of a river or out of a ground or whatever, and they've got to clarify it. They use aluminum sulfate and it's added to the water to clarify the water to make it clear. Then they add fluoride to it. In fact, several studies were done doing this with animals, and they couldn't even finish the study because the doggone animals all died. And this is what they've learned back in the 90s. You know, 80% of the rats die before the study ended. This was a study that was done back in the 90s. See, there's a synergistic toxic effect that occurs when these elements are combined. And this was made perfectly clear by the Federal Registry December the 4th, 2000. The news release appeared April 27, 22nd, 1998 from the medical journal Brain Research, volume 784, 1998, in case you guys want to look it up. It revealed that aluminum-induced neural degeneration in rats is greatly enhanced when animals were given low doses of fluoride. The presence of fluoride enhanced the bioavailability of the aluminum, causing more aluminum to cross the blood-brain barrier and become deposited in the brain. 
the aluminum levels in the brains were twice that of the control group when you put aluminum together with fluoride. Again, aluminum sulfate is added to most drinking water to clarify the water, and then they add fluoride. And they know they're doing this. They understand the fact that they're doing this. And then they throw it in the salt in other countries that don't fluoridate their water. It's incredible the amount of fluoride they are putting into the United States food supply and into our drinking water. And this is one of the reasons that the United States is so dumbed down. That's why I urge you, carbon block filters don't take fluoride out. They may take out some of it if they're specially designed to attach to it, but they don't take it out in general, any of it. So get it to distillation system. Get it from Health Masters. Support the show. You know, get a distiller. I've been using a distiller now for, oh gosh, almost 40 years. People say, well, you can't use distilled water. It'll, it'll leach the minerals out of your body. Well, whatever. If, if you believe that, then get some of our mineral drops and drop back into the water. If you're really stressed out about that, take just a tiny little bit of salt, the Redmond salt we have. Just, I mean, it's a pinch and throw in a glass of water, throw in a quart of water, throw in a gallon of water. It's no longer distilled water. Now it has electrolytes in it. Do whatever you think you need to do. I drink distilled water all the time. I don't, I'm not concerned about it because once you eat anything with it, it's no longer distilled. Now it has minerals in it or whatever, or you squeeze a fresh lemon into it or whatever. But, guys, I've never seen a health problem associated with a person drinking distilled water unless, I have seen it one time, unless they're drinking huge amounts of distilled water and they're sitting in a steam or sauna and sweating all of the time. Then I've seen issues with magnesium depletion. But if you're taking a really good magnesium supplement, if you're using, you know, Redmond salt on your food, I've never seen it happen at all but that one time with a person who had a problem with ventricular fib because they went into a magnesium deficiency. So reality is this. Unless you're sitting in a steam or sauna or unless you're working outside in the hot sun and you're sweating profusely all day long, if in those cases what we used to do when we were kids, we used to take salt tablets think salt tablets really oh yeah but they don't really do that anymore either. it really helps prevent cramping it helps to maintain water levels and h2o makes they maintain hydration so if you're going to be working out in the hot sun drink distilled water put some lemonade put a couple of squirts of lemon with it whatever sweeten it with a little bit of stevia it tastes absolutely wonderful or you can add our mineral drops to it but guys it's so important not to drink fluoride and don't use fluoride toothpaste for heaven's sakes and don't use teflon because it's made for fluoride too don't, don't use stuff like this and don't use aluminum foil when you cook and don't use pots and pans that are made out of aluminum. And don't use aluminum chlorhydrate deodorant. All this stuff absorbs into the body and puts aluminum into the blood. And it massively increases the risks of senile dementia, Alzheimer's disease. And when you combine it with fluoride, it, it quadruples it. It's unbelievable what happens. And the people who run the planet know this. Heck, they, they read the research that was done by the crazy Nazi scientists in World War II in the concentration camps to make their inmates servile and infertile. And guess what? We've got people walking around wearing masks now. And we've got guys that are weirdos chasing women around Hobby Lobby, demanding they put on a mask. Somebody should have melted that guy upside the head is what they should have done. You should see the video. He's, he's actually chasing her trying to intimidate her and somebody should have given the boy a knuckle sandwich I'd have been in there I hate to say it I probably would have popped him upside the head I, and I guarantee you if Austin would have been there the guy would have got popped upside the head and in the state of Florida 
he was so menacing to her, she probably would have pulled out a doggone gun and shot him if she had it on videotape. It should have been okay because it was basically an assault. It was that bad, guys. Why? Because these people really believe in their agenda that they want to force everybody to be a compliant little peasant and wear a mask. Well, we haven't seen anything like this guy at Hobby Lobby. And, and chances are it was because he was not in an area where there were a lot of alpha males, which would be <laughs> Hobby Lobby. <laughs> okay. I mean, I could take four and a half minutes of there the other day. I couldn't take any more of it. Too much estrogen for me. But how ridiculous that he would chase a woman around the store. Unbelievable. Austin, what do you think? Well, no, this is another reason, too, why. And you can look at your state regulations and your state laws. I encourage you to do so before ever, you know, looking at defensive aspects. But even at the very least, she would have complete justification basically to use pepper spray on him, which is basically a, a less lethal, at least in the state of Florida, non-lethal. I don't know about other states. Again, I don't know what state that was in. But that's why I've always encouraged women. I said, dude, if you don't want to carry a firearm or you don't want to take it to that level, which I highly suggest you do get your concealed carry and you do train with a firearm and you do know how to use it and you do carry it. But to each their own. Everybody has their own right to believe or you know carry what they feel like they should within reason. And so that's a perfect example of why it's good to have, you know, a small thing of pepper spray or mace on you with stuff like that. Because quite frankly, in the state of Florida, he was assaulting her. He was aggressively chasing her and verbally assaulting her. There is no way any law enforcement would have arrested her if she would have used mace or pepper spray on him in the state of Florida. And so I encourage everybody, know your laws with that, because guys like that – simply sitting there preying on women. That's what he was doing. I mean, he, he wouldn't have done that to me. He wouldn't have done that to Dad. If he, he said something to me and he would start chasing me, I would just stood there and said, dude, we got, we got an issue? <laughs> I mean, if, if you're going to, you drawing down on me, we're squaring up, we're squaring up. Don't stop following me. And so this is what people have to start doing. One person doesn't wear a mask and two people don't wear a mask and four people don't wear a mask and eight people don't wear a mask and it starts to grow exponentially because people become more confident when other people are standing their ground. Understand how that works. I see you not wearing a mask. You see me not wearing a mask. We both reinforce each other's stance on what we're doing. When I go somewhere and I'm the only person in the entire store that's not wearing a mask, it's like, golly, I'm surrounded by individuals that are just grossly compliant. Last night I had to go to Publix. Lana wanted some food from Publix. I ran over there to get some stuff. And I went in there. I was the only person in the store at 8.30 at night without a mask on. I was like, golly, that's embarrassing. Not from a, oh, my gosh, I'm not wearing a mask. I'm embarrassed. It was embarrassed because I was like, what is everybody doing? There's no, and the thing was, the store was half empty. I mean, it was, it was, it, they shut down at 9. It was 8.30. Everything was, like, closing up. They're still running around masks. And I checked out and asked the girl, I said, man, when are they going to let you stop wearing masks? They said, well, it's store policy. They said, we all hate them here. And we said, we don't wear them anywhere else, hardly whenever, you know, we're home and doing stuff. They said, but they, it's store policy here. I said, you guys complain? They said, yeah, a bunch of us complain. It's just, this is store policy. Publix doesn't want to get the blowback if somebody catches COVID from one of our stores because a, a customer, a employee doesn't have a mask on. And I went, golly, how ridiculous is that? And so to one extent on Publix's hand, I understand part of it because people are so lawsuit happy now and there's so much fear porn getting pumped out around COVID. They don't want to deal with some, you know, basically lady coming in there like a Karen. I'm not saying that name specifically, but the terminology with it and 
contracting COVID and then coming back to public saying, hey, your employee didn't have a mask on and he coughed and now I have COVID, I'm basically suing you. I don't know what you could do in court with that. I guess it depends how liberal the judge is. So apparently that's what Publix doesn't want to deal with. But then on the other hand of that, too, it kind of goes, where's the line drawn? Somebody said that the other day. I asked the same thing. Another place said, when are they going to stop waiting to wear masks? I said, I guess whenever the pandemic's over. I said, newsflash, the pandemic's been over. And they're like, you think so? I said, I don't think so. I said, I know so. I said, there is no pandemic. I said, the numbers are completely and totally fudged. I said, they try to come up and say, oh, we've had 15,000 deaths in Florida. I said, 180 to 200,000 people die every year in the state of Florida. Notice, the numbers haven't changed in annual deaths in Florida, if you guys have looked those up for 2020. We're still poised to have roughly the same amount of people die in Florida as we do every year, because there's a lot of stuff in Florida that'll kill you. Heat, snakes, gators, meth heads, people on the road that don't know how to drive. Whole lot of idiots down here. You got to know what you're doing and watch out where you're going. So if you're so scared about a novel virus that has a 99.8% survival rate, how in the heck do you function in society down here in Florida dealing with all the threats we have on a regular basis? I mean, really, but if the virus is the absolute worst thing you're worried about, boy, you need to put your head on straight and look around you and watch what's going on in the current state of affairs. Just like what we saw in New York right now. I mean, these, this is a direct target to this business because he defied orders. That is all this is. This is nothing to do with a virus. This is nothing to do with protection. And last time I checked, the government's role has never, never been to protect its citizens. Let's clarify that and get that real clear. You can read the Declaration of Independence, the Constitution, the Bill of Rights, pretty much every single aspect of the government. There is nothing in there about protecting its citizens from a virus. Its primary reason is to protect its citizens' freedom. Let's clarify that right now. So when they come in and they say, we're doing this for your protection, like if you guys saw in L.A. County, L.A. now has gone full-blown lockdown. I don't know if you guys have seen this just happen basically yesterday now. Los Angeles residents have now been told by Mayor Eric Gattini that all travel is now banned in L.A. currently right now. Everything is to be canceled and that nobody should be having any type of parties, gatherings, all non-essential businesses have to be closed in L.A., and they're threatening to arrest anyone breaking the new COVID lockdown rules. According to the order, all travel, including without limitation, travel on foot, bicycle, scooter, motorcycle, automobile, or public transit is now prohibited in the city of Los Angeles. I'm not joking. I can't make this up right now. And my question is, what about homeless people? How, how do they walk around? Why, and by the way, since, since we're on that topic, I'm just going to meddle. Why have we seen a massive surge in deaths in homeless individuals? They don't have very good sanitation. They don't have good vitamins. They don't have health care. But ironically enough, the homeless population in Los Angeles has continued to grow. Look it up. It hasn't gone down. It's gone up. Why haven't we had all the homeless people die? Because they don't wear masks. Shoot, they use dirty heroin needles on the ground. They're not concerned about sanitation. But they're not dying in droves, are they? Isn't that funny how that works? Isn't that funny how that changes the narrative? Why is it that you haven't heard a single topic about that in the mainstream media? Nobody talks about the homeless people anymore. Nobody talks about Skid Row and the giant homeless section over there. Why is that? 
Well, because technically, if you listen to the media, the entire homeless population should be pretty much wiped out. They should have stacks of bodies, you know, 50 feet high, piled up around L.A. with homeless bodies. Realistically, if what's being said about the virus is true, all of them should have died already. But they're not. Population's going up because people are running out of money. They can't open their businesses. They can't go and work. They can't have a job. They can't do anything. So you know what the city of L.A. does? They, every time L.A. tries to make themselves the absolute laughing stock of the country, they go again and they completely redeem themselves and take it up another step further and go to a full-blown clown show. And, they, of course, they did. They didn't let us down. They went to full-blown clownery today. Lockdown. The entire city of L.A. locked down. You cannot walk. Whoa. So let's just, let's just look at that real quick. All transit, all travel, including without limitation, travel on foot. So now you do not have the right in the city of L.A. to travel freely, unmolested, on your way by foot? That's illegal now. You are not allowed to walk outside. Does anybody else see the problem that I'm seeing here with the tyrannical regime that's being placed on top of us? Wasn't it like 10 months ago? Guys, listen, these are some guidelines you need to follow. We need to flatten the curve. We're going to shut down the country for a couple weeks. We encourage everybody to do so. Be safe. Stay at home. It'll be over soon. We'll flatten the curve in a couple weeks of doing a lockdown. Right? That's what it was. <laughs> that, that was a fairy tale back then. And then the million-dollar question that nobody's been able to answer me. If lockdowns worked, then why do we have to have another lockdown? Right? If the first one worked, why do we have to have a second one? Because the first one worked great. Why We wouldn't need a second one. If lockdowns don't work, why are we having another lockdown in L.A.? Because it's not about a virus. It's about submission and control and seeing how far they can push it and how much everybody is going to consent. I encourage everybody in L.A. to you guys get out and protest. Not violently. Don't firebomb anybody. We don't need burning cities down. But I'd be protesting this. It's funny. Over the summer, you could have unbridled, BLM protests and riots anywhere you wanted in the entire country, and it was pretty much green-lighted and gas-lighted by every mayor and, you know, basically governor that was in these blue states. That was okay. That was perfectly okay. Cases were still sky-high, allegedly. That was fine. You can BLM terrorist protest and Molotov cocktail your way all the way down the street, happily and merry. But now, you can't even travel on foot in L.A. because the virus might jump out of the corner and get you. Anybody else see a problem with that? Because I sure do. What's your take on that, Dad? You know, often the, what's happening in L.A. is it's just it's a communist. It's a communist state, is what it is, and the communists have to yeah. have incre- increasingly greater and greater and greater lockdowns. And, and you saw this happen with Stalin. You, so you saw this happen with Lenin, particularly with Stalin. In, in the Soviet Union and how they had to start forcing the population into compliance. And if they didn't listen, they took them out back and just shot them and killed them. I mean, 50 to 100 million were killed like that because they didn't want to listen. We'll, just, we'll kill you now. And, and so was that the next step? If you walk out on the street and you open your front door and you peek out and you let your nose cross the threshold, <laughs> got the nose sticking out the front door, somebody comes and lops your nose off, where does this nut stop? But again, this is what communists do. This is what they do. And remember... We'll let you let we'll let you back outside again once you take the vaccine. 
and all the remember LA has a huge percentage of illegal immigrants illegal and they're scared to death they want to listen to what the government says I mean shoot if, if you have you know the the, the, you know, immigration naturalization services show up on a job site here in Florida, half the doggone subcontractors disperse out into the woods and into the orange groves and take a swim in the lake just to get away. I mean, it's ridiculous. So these guys are scared to death to basically go outside now because they're afraid they're going to be arrested and locked up because they're illegals. And so this is where we find ourselves. And now we have this government, communist government of California basically doing a full-blown Gestapo SS draconian lockdown. Quite frankly, I don't believe the L.A. people are going to do this. I don't believe that. I believe they're going to ignore it. There's, they may stop the mass transit because it's city-owned, but they're not going to stop people from walking on the streets or riding their skateboards or, or basically taking a motorcycle drive if they're crazy enough to ride a motorcycle in L.A. and hope they don't get killed within 30 seconds. I mean, or basically getting in a car and driving around. They're not going to be able to stop this. LA's too big. There's millions of people there. Same thing with New York. I mean, they could slow it down. I mean, we just had another big Jewish funeral up there and about a thousand Orthodox Jews. And I'll give these boys credit. You know, congratulations that you did this. Congratulations that the Orthodox Jews are ignoring these this nonsensical nightmare garbage orders out of New York City. I'm proud of them. I really am because at least they're standing up for it and when's the last time you saw a Protestant funeral with a thousand people show up and ignore it all? And a bunch of them, I saw the pictures, weren't even wearing masks. And now another good sign that it's happening right now, articles of impeachment have been filed against Ohio Governor Mike DeWine, the communist, over the abuse of power during the coronavirus epidemic. A total of 12 articles of impeachment have officially been filed against this governor over abuse of power. Ohio State Representative John Becker was joined by Representatives Candace Keller, and Nino Vital and Paul Zeltwanger in filing articles of impeachment against Governor DeWine, according to a report by Cleveland 19 News. The representatives argue that DeWine has abused his power during the pandemic, and he has, noting that the governor vetoed Senate Bill 55 and threatened to veto another General Assembly legislation, including Bill 311, which seeks to severely limit the governor's power during a pandemic. Governor DeWine's mismanagement, malfeasance, misfeasance, Abuse of power and other crimes include but are not limited to meddling in the conduct of a presidential primary election, arbitrarily closing and placing curfews on certain businesses while allowing other businesses to remain open, said Representative Becker's office in a statement. He weaponized the Ohio Bureau of Workers' Compensation to bully and harass businesses and the people to enforce a statewide mask mandate and other controversial measures of dubious value, making Ohio a hostile work environment. The statement added, the statement was on to cite the governor's inclusion of places of worship during shutdown orders, as well as the implementation of a statewide mask mandate, which has been in effect in one way or another since last summer. During that, the, rather than hearing the cries of the Ohioans, Reverend Governor DeWine continues to stifle those cries by finding more inventive ways to use and muffle the voices of people, said Representative Becker in the statement. He continues to have a callous disregard for the fact that his isolation policies have led to a shockingly high number of suicides, alarming rates of drug abuse and increase in drug usage, persistently high unemployment, and forced abandonment of the elderly by their loved ones, the representative said. So, guys, I like that. Becker first announced the decision to file articles of impeachment against DeWine in August 
citing the same issues. So let's go to Wikipedia and figure out who this DeWine guy really is, and at least we get a little bit of information. He was born up and grew in Yellow, grew up in Yellow Springs, Ohio. He's the son of Ruth Little and Richard DeWine. He's of Irish descent. He was raised and identifies as a Roman Catholic, a really, quote, quite frankly, poor Catholic. DeWine earned a Bachelor degree of Science in the Education from Miami University of Oxford, Ohio, and a Juris Doctorate from Ohio Northern University College of Law in 1972. Now, here's the thing. This clown knows the law. He went to law school. He knows he's not supposed to do this. He knows that he's got a problem in Ohio. He knows that Ohio has a huge opioid problem. Ohio has one of the highest opioid use problems in the United States. And this guy basically is not helping anything. He's really, 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 you know, doing a lot of things in order to destroy Ohio. Now, guys, here's the thing. Why in the world aren't we, and why haven't we, and why haven't other state legislatures filed articles of impeachment on all of these governors that have locked everything up to get these guys out of office, or at least have a recall election so these guys can't stay in office and get them out of office by we the people. But again, we need continued grassroots movement all over the United States, all over the United States to fix this mess to get these hermaphrodites out of power who are running everything. And the hermaphroditic rules are basically affecting people all over the world. In Australia now, <laughs> Australia has ruled parents abusive for resisting hormone therapy to help a daughter become their son. Wait a minute. Oh, yeah, it's happening everywhere, guys. I'm telling you, the hermaphrodites are running everything. These are the guys who practice the Kabbalah. An Australian couple whose child was reportedly seized by state authorities is appealing a magistrate's ruling, finding them abusive and dangerous for resisting testosterone therapy for their daughter who wishes to become a male. Now, the child was 15 years old, and the child wants to be a guy. And now they're basically being charged with abuse because they don't want to give her testosterone. The authorities say, we will not allow her change gender so dangerous for okay the authorities say we will not allow her to change gender so it's dangerous for told her to come back to our house because we will mentally abuse her the father of the australian said they want us to consent to testosterone treatment now that didn't make any sense but that's how it's written poor writing by the way on this article and see this is what's going on in other words the the, the, the father is saying that the state wants her to go undergo testosterone treatment they don't want to do it so they've taken away the right of these parents, and they've seized this child. Another interesting article from Zero Hedge. The government has printed 40 cents for every dollar that existed in March. Do you hear that? 40% of the entire M1 money supply was reproduced since March. That's how much currency they've printed. The only reason that we haven't had massive, massive inflation is, again, exactly what I called out, is the fact that we've shut down the velocity of money. This is a really good article. I haven't got time to cover it today in detail. I'm going to post it on the Health Masters website. It's from Zero Hedge. It's called The Government Has Printed 40 Cents for Every Dollar That Existed in March. That's a huge, huge, huge increase. Why? Because they had to get help the big tech and help the billionaires and the trillionaires become more wealthy. And they had to continue to cripple the United States by printing money. 
this is why the dollar is dropping against other currencies around the world because we're inflating the currency to basically get rid of debt. That's what we're doing. We're basically monetizing the debt. That's what it's called. In other words, if we increase the currency like this and keep increasing it, it becomes less and less valuable. Then we get to pay off the debt with money that's been hyperinflated, so we monetize the debt. We are destroying the United States of America one fiat dollar at a time. And these guys know it. And that's why they're massively, massively increasing it. And by the way, consumer price index has only gone up 0.5%, even though the M1 has gone up 39%. Think about that for a second. The amount of money went up 40%, 39%. Consumer price index inflation went up 0.5%. Why? Because of the velocity of money. Now, quite frankly, guys, if it wasn't for the real estate market going through the roof, here in Florida especially, Houses going up everywhere again, like it was in 2006, 2007. The entire economy would be collapsing. That's the truth. But because the baby boomers still have money in the stock market, which is at a hyper value right now, and they feel as though their net worth has massively increased because the stock market's gone up in value, all of this is obfuscation to cover up the fact that they're monetizing the debt. So be very, very careful now with your assets. Be very, very careful because we are right now where the Weimar Republic was in 1921 before the hyperinflation kicked in. We're right on the precipice. And that's why they shut down the world economy, guys, because they wanted to slow down the velocity of money. Read this article. It's very, very good. By the way, guys, I want to thank you so much for supporting Health Masters. You know, very rarely, you know, do we have the opportunity just to say thank you to our friends. And that's why we try to do it as much as we possibly can on our show. I really appreciate you guys. We need you in this fight. When you get your toothpaste that doesn't have fluoride from us, when you get your you know, deodorant that doesn't contain aluminum from us, when you get your multiple vitamins from us, you know, it makes this show possible. And it gives you the ability to hear a show that has no commercial interrupts that isn't controlled by Zionist media. That's just a blood fact and that we try to do our best to tell you the truth about all of it. That's why I tried to tie all of the fluoride and the aluminum and the chemtrails and the water and all of the stuff today into a show to make you realize how important it is that you guys eat clean and you drink clean water all of the time. Because, guys, they are doing everything they possibly can to destroy this country and to destroy the intellect of the American people. And when I see the dumbed-down Americans, the sheeple, who've been drinking fluoride now for 70 years, walking around in unison wearing masks or chasing innocent women around in Hobby Lobby trying to force them to put a mask on, it tells me the level of decay that we are now in. So, guys, thank you for supporting the show again. Thank you for supporting Health Masters. And remember, this is the day the Lord hath made. We, can re we will rejoice and we will be glad in it. We're not born of a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. I appreciate you guys. Austin, go ahead and finish up the show, and I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Well, that was well said, yes, and this is why we all are in this together, all of us. It's all, it, it, right now, it's all or nothing. Like I said, one business opens up, another one opens up. They can't hang us all, the, the old adage said back in Revolutionary War. They can't get us all. 
the continual open up like we saw last night in Staten Island. They couldn't arrest anybody. They, they, they were massively, massively outnumbered. And ironically enough, there, it was a protest without any type of violence. Imagine that. You can actually have a protest without going in firebombing areas. But they proved their point up there. Now, what they're going to continue to do with this restaurant, bar, pub, I don't know. I hope they continue to fight. I hope they continue to stay in the fight, because it's not over yet. I hope more cities and more towns start having people say, you know what, we're done. You don't have a right to tell me I can't eat, and I can't feed my kids, and I can't make a living. Nobody has that right to tell you you can't do that. And for some odd reason, these local municipalities and some of these mayors and governors really truly feel like they're like gods on earth with a little g. They just how they're acting, a lot of them. And what's ironic is a large percentage of them, like Governor Nuisance and Pelosi and a bunch of the other clowns, they don't even follow their own guidelines. They get on TV and rant and rave about how everybody has to wear a mask and you shouldn't go anywhere and you shouldn't go to a business and you shouldn't walk in around people. And all of a sudden, there's videos and photos of the pop-up, like with Nuisance the other couple weeks ago. He's inside of a restaurant, like 15 people at a table, nobody's wearing masks, and somebody gets a photo of him through the window. He comes on, does this apology. I'm, I'm really sorry. I messed up. Get out of here. Get out of here. If you think we believe any of that for a second, this man's smoking crack, which he may be. I don't know. This is what's going on right now across the country. They're going to keep pushing. Like I said earlier, it all started with, you know, these are some guidelines we need to follow. We're going to flatten the curve, and we're going to shut everything down. And everybody went for it. A lot of people said, okay, 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 we'll do it. We'll do it to get past this. And, of course, it wasn't about a virus. It was about control. If it was about a virus, they'd be giving us real numbers right now. If it was a virus, they wouldn't have the CDC guidelines put out to the hospitals to intentionally manipulate the numbers. Even when somebody dies in a car accident, they swab their nose post-mortem. If they have COVID test positive, it was a COVID death. They intentionally set this up from the beginning by making sure the hospitals got, what, $36,000 per COVID death? I mean, some of these hospitals are basically dripping in money right now over the last six to eight months. They have so much cash flow coming in from that $2.2 trillion stimulus bill that, by the way, the American populace got like $300 billion out of it with little little $1,200 checks that everybody got. Or actually, I should say about 70 million people got. The rest of it, nobody got anything. And those, that was a big stimulus bill. Everybody needs to be excited. Well, how'd that, how'd that $1,200 last over the last 10 months now? How'd that work out for you? Average what? $100 a month now, $150 a month is what we've been getting. It's <laughs> a joke, guys. Thank you again for the continued support. And stand your ground against these these Covidians. We call all of them now. It's Covidians. They're, it's their new cult. It's their new religion. You notice that. That's what stay scared, question nothing, stay at home, wear a mask. So they are. They're like a cult now. They're like a cult following. And a lot of them think, I think they've actually embraced it now where they – they like this new normal because now it gives them a chance to walk around and virtue signal everybody and come in and say, I'm wearing a better mask than you. I'm social distancing better than you. I'm a better person than you now. It is a lot. You can see a lot of them. Like they walk around proud. Like, I'm wearing my mask. I'm proud. I just kind of look at them like, dude, you, you embarrassing, bro. You look ridiculous. Take that off. Actually, better yet, keep it on. I don't want to see your face. And that's one thing I do have to say now. We have found out really quickly 
who are the idiots in the neighborhood and who are the idiots in the local areas when you see the people that are walking around on the sidewalk with a mask on or riding their bicycle down the road with a mask on. I mean, it really does. At that point in time, you go, huh, I, I know who they voted for. <laughs> Make sure, be prepared, because they're going to be that person that's going to be showing up at your door demanding you give them food when they can't work anymore because they allowed their business to shut down. Those are the same kind of people. So, again, stay awake. Stay alert. When you go out in public right now, stay frosty. Make sure you're using good you know, situational awareness with stuff that's going on. And again, continue to support your local businesses or your local online stores that are the ones that are actually doing what they need to do. And stop supporting Amazon and these globalist entities that are poised to be the full-blown retail monopolies. That's what they're setting it up for. Thank you again for the support of Health Masters. Be sure to check out the website, the product of the week, the Zinc Glycinate One at healthmasters.com. So be sure to check that out. If you guys need anything at all, be sure to give us a call. We got a couple new specials I'll be putting up on the website later on this week. So be sure to check out them at healthmasters.com. Thank you again for the continued support. Have a blessed, safe, awesome evening. We'll talk to you again tomorrow as always. On Facebook, on the 